the Baby Shark children's song was used to bully prison inmates. A Russian powerlifter was told to prove she's a woman before boarding a flight. And some grandparents are kidnapped, taken to Canada, and ransomed for cocaine. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I'm Jonesy, and I'm grateful for all my listeners that have joined me today. And all of the listeners that, has, that have ever listened to me in the past. Like... Hey, Mainstream News. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Baby Shark Children's Song was used to bully jail inmates in Oklahoma. Two former detention officers, along with their supervisor, were charged this week after an investigation found inmates at the Oklahoma County Jail were forced to listen to the popular children's song Baby Shark on a loop at very loud volume for long extended periods of time. Baby shark do 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 do. Baby shark do 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 do. That is torture. I think I'd rather be waterboarded than forced to listen to Baby Shark on a loop all day. I have experience with this Baby Shark song, okay? I went on a road trip with another comedian who had to bring his baby on the road trip. Uh, the plan was to drop the baby off at the grandparents' house. Uh, so we drove from L.A. to Fresno, and uh, that's about six hours, I'd say. And the only thing that can get the baby to not cry is the Baby Shark song. So uh, whenever the baby woke up and started crying, we had to play the Baby Shark song continuously until the baby would stop crying, uh, which occurred probably no less than a half a dozen times. I'm quite familiar with this Baby Shark song from that road trip. And I have nightmares about the Baby Shark song since then. I do. And if I was in prison and you played this song on a loop, I I would lose my mind. Absolutely. This is the utmost of cruelty to be playing on people. I covered a story, in fact, where a town was playing the Baby Shark song in a park to keep the homeless people from sleeping in the on the benches. Do you guys remember that story? Did I actually cover that story, or is that a figment of my imagination? I don't know. I've done 3,000 stories probably, and they're just all starting to be blurry. The story says here that four inmates total were subjected to this inhuman discipline. See, they said it was inhuman as well. They agree. Uh, Inhuman discipline. Uh, Listening to the Baby Shark song on a loop very loudly while standing handcuffed behind them secured to a wall. That's how it happened. They made them stand as well. Oh, my goodness. Uh, charged were Gregory Cornell Butler, age 21, Christopher Miles. Okay, we don't need to go through all the people who were charged. Uh, District Attorney Prater charged them with misdemeanor counts of cruelty to a prisoner and conspiracy. Conspiracy? What's that? Conspiracy for what? Conspiracy to get the song Baby Shark more views on YouTube? What? (laughs) Here's a quote from this D.A. Well, it was unfortunate that I could not find a felony statute to fit this fact scenario. I would have preferred filing a felony on this particular behavior. Believe me. I don't know why I gave the DA an old-timey 1930s voice. I just thought it would be fun. The DA said the legislature definitely should look at making a change to the law or adding a law. Yes, it'll be called the uh, Baby Shark Law, where you cannot play this song for another adult 
more than two times. Other other than that, it's it's considered a felony. <laughs> no adult should have to be subjected to this song. Now I know some of you have children, and you've you've had to endure this song for a long, long time, and I feel bad for you. I surely do. Why why don't children just like to fall asleep to Journey? I mean, why not, right? Why does it got to be something like the Baby Shark? These other songs don't work. I don't. Like, what child isn't going to enjoy separate waves? You know, great song. <laughs> How about that on a loop? I'll tell you, if I ever have children, what's it, it's going to be Def Leppard all day, all night. <laughs> a Russian power lifter was told to prove that she's a woman before boarding a flight. A world-renowned Russian power lifter has spoken of the humiliating moment that she was refused to enter a flight because officials didn't believe she was a woman. Her name is Anna Tereva, age 42. She was trying to board a Russian airline for a flight from St. Petersburg to her hometown of Krasnodar. Here's a quote from Anna. At the checkpoint, they refused let me pass, saying, it was written in my passport I am woman. It was humiliating. I was reprimanded like a child in front of people in queue. I was asked intimate questions. They're interested in who I am in my life, who I am in bed. The whole queue watching this anarchy. I felt as helpless as possible in this situation. I was trying to prove I am indeed woman. Well, that's a shame. Um, although I am looking at a photo of her. I mean, I'm not trying to defend the people on the flight, but she, depending on what she's wearing, hard to tell this is a woman for sure. Um, but still, not right to treat somebody this way. If the passport says she's a woman, she says she's a woman. The conversation ends there, okay? She goes on the plane, okay? It says here, Anna kept calm. She said it was very wrong for the airline staff to ask her to prove she was a woman. It, it is very wrong. She then says, a miracle happened. I was allowed to board the plane. Um, it doesn't say what happened. Did, I mean, I, did they just let her on? Did she, it says, the article says she had to prove she was a woman. Did she take them to the bathroom and prove she was a woman? I hope that didn't happen. I hope it didn't come to that. I hope she didn't have to, you know, unbutton her shirt to, to show them, I mean, you know, I'd like to think that they just came to their senses and just let this person on. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Not to mention they're holding up the line. This is why airlines are the worst, okay? They're, they're a bunch of dummies working on there. They hold up the line for so many reasons. I never even expected them to hold up the line for this. They don't even – they question the person's gender. Ah! Does the passenger look like the photo in the passport? Okay, enough said. Get on the plane. She didn't elaborate on why the airline staff changed their mind. She says, I've worked all my youth with my blood and sweat for my country not to be treated this way. Yeah, I'm sure she has, and she shouldn't be treated this way. The airline offered an empty apology, saying that the service is unacceptable. Um, Tureva, who came out as a lesbian many years ago, is a powerlifting coach these days. She's a six-time world champion in bench press. Damn. She's won multiple powerlifting competitions globally. Wow, what a badass. I would have... Not blamed her if she ripped the doors off the plane, you know, <laughs> or just tipped the plane over. You know, why not? They deserved it. But Anna takes the high road. She says she, she would not change the way she looked to suit others. She sees herself this way. She's not going to change and look different. 
She says, I'm not going to prove anything to anyone. It's just my style, my lifestyle. I am so comfortable. Good for her. She's so comfortable. It's a shame that other people make her uncomfortable with shenanigans like this. Yeah, prove you're a woman. Prove you're a power lifter. Go lift that Volkswagen. I can't, I can't, I can't stand gators. I can't, I can't, I can't stand gators. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stand alligators. Some grandparents were kidnapped, taken to Canada, and ransomed for cocaine. (laughs) These poor grandparents, you know, they're just minding their business, sitting around in pandemic isolation, you know, maybe playing online bingo or baccarat, I don't know. You know, the the things that grandparents do these days. This group of drug dealers was intent on recovering 50 kilos of coke. They kidnapped an associate's grandparents from their home. Oh, this was an associate's grand. They have no idea probably why they were kidnapped and ferried across the Canadian border through a tribal reservation and then held hostage for a couple nights until the police staged a rescue. Whoa, thank goodness they rescued these old people. I mean, it's quite confusing to be taken from your home, then taken to a tribal reservation and then on a ferry and then you're in Canada. Like, what the hell is going on? One minute I'm at home eating porridge. The next minute I'm on a tribal reservation talking to the chief. And then I'm, at, I'm in some shack in Canada. It's cold. I don't know why I'm here. Is it for social distancing? Why am I up here? Can somebody give me a mask? There's a total of five men, four from Quebec, one from New York, facing charges of kidnapping, forcible confinement, and extortion for the abduction of poor old James and Sandra Helm of Moira, Moira, New York, a town of 3,000 residents, 15 miles from the Canadian border. The abduction came to light when James Helm, age 76, failed to show up for work as the town highway superintendent. Hey, this guy's got an important gig in the town of 3,000 people. He's the highway superintendent. Age 76, James refuses to retire. He's one of those guys. You know, those, hey, what would I do? What would I do? Huh? What would you do, James? Ah, I don't know. You play shuffleboard and drink Pap's Blue Ribbon all day. Why? You know, you live the life, buddy. What do you think? Watch Netflix. Hey, ask your wife, can you go to the titty bar? Hey, live a little bit, James. One of the couple's sons went to their house to check on them. Oh, boy. Found the front door was broken open. Called the state police. The troopers noted that the bed was unmade. A jar of dog treats had been overturned in the master bedroom. And the helms were gone. Surveillance video near the house showed a pickup truck that took them. A trace of the cell phone showed it in a neighboring town at 11 p.m. And then on the Aquasasini Mohawk Reservation, which is right on the border. And then out of the country. The son who reported the couple missing got a phone call later Monday morning from a man police call co-conspirator A, who said that he and his associates had the helms and wanted to exchange them for 50 kilograms, also known as 110 pounds of cocaine, that they believed individual one had stolen. They said as an alternative, if you don't have the cocaine, we will accept three and a half million dollars, which is about the cocaine's value. And then we'll give you over um, the grandparents, which, by the way, are very comfortable. We got them some bathrobes and slippers and, uh, you know, the grandmother likes to watch her stories in the afternoon. So we put them on for her. And by the way, we're not bad criminals. We've made sure the grandpa has his medication. Okay, we give him two pills from the big bottle in the morning, two again in the afternoon. Then the small bottle, he gets three a day. Is that correct? Every four hours? (laughs) Okay, the plot thickens because the couple's grandson, Mackenzie Helm, 
age 28, and his mother, Michelle Helm, had been arrested by the DEA agents in Vermont a week earlier. Court documents say they were transporting a duffel bag of cocaine for a larger organization. Uh, the bust wasn't publicized, so the traffickers didn't know that the DEA had already seized that cocaine. Oh, the cocaine they were looking for was taken a week earlier in Vermont, buddy. But this family's really deep in the cocaine business. I wonder if the grandparents had any idea. <laughs> I mean, they must have known something's up when their children were calling them in the middle of the night all eager to talk. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful drug. It brings families together. The couple's son received a series of additional calls and ransom text messages, as well as a photo of his mother sitting in a chair with her husband standing beside her. By tracing the locations of the cell phones involved in the kidnapping, the Quebec Provincial Police found the house in a place called Magog. Oh, that sounds outstanding. Magog. Uh, I wonder if they make eggnog in Magog. <laughs> eggnog. Eggnog in Magog. Wow, that's ridiculous. I don't know why I said that. They tracked down where the helms were being held. The investigators arrested the four Canadian men, and the uh, they recognized the chair and some of the trees that were seen in the background of the photo. <laughs> Poor old Sandra Helm, age 70, told the FBI agents that she and her husband had been taken over roads, over water, through the woods, all the while with pillowcases over their heads. But now they're okay. They seem to be doing fairly well, and they're just trying to lay low and recover, says Moira Town Supervisor Justice Martin. <laughs> Thank you, Justice, for the update. We hope that uh, Mr. Helms will be back to work as the highway supervisor any day now. And this shall be a lesson to you children out there. Don't get involved in dealing large amounts of drugs with with uh, sinister individuals. They will they will well they will they will they will steal your grandparents. Yay! Weird AF news 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 the news news weird AF news 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 the news news weird AF news 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 the news news weird AF news 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 the news news. Oh, you think it's easy? You try it, okay? I want to thank Elise. Oh, Elise doesn't matter what you say I just can't stay here every yesterday like keep on acting out the way, way we act. anybody know <laughs> that's like a perfect impression of the lead singer of the cure um Elise why am I singing to Elise because she's so sweet she bought me a cup of coffee uh, she must have been to my website, weirdafnews.com, which has a little link where you can click buy Jonesy a cup of coffee. And basically what it is is you send me $3, um, which is uh, almost enough for a cup of coffee in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, Elise wrote, never quit sharing Florida Fridays. After living in Jacksonville for five years, Jonesy, these stories make me realize I am not the crazy one. Take care. Elise. Oh, that is so sweet. That made my day. Thank you, Elise, so much. I so appreciate you for doing that. Um, you guys should visit my website, weirdafnews.com, and you can buy me a cup of coffee as well. It makes you feel good about yourself, you know. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, maybe it feels good about yourself to tell a friend to listen to Weird AF News. Yeah, try that tactic out. See if that see how that makes you feel. I'm all about experimenting. Uh or, or this might make you feel good. Write a review on Amazon of for the podcast, Weird AF News. Oh, see how that makes you feel. Um, or uh, what else? Oh, or write a review on iTunes. That could be good. What else could you do? You could join my Patreon. Uh-huh, join the Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. 
What do you get with that, Captain? Well, I tell you, this is what you get with the Patreon. You get uh, extra bonus episodes. Uh, there's some uh, videos in there that Jonesy created with you in mind. Some weird AF content that you've never seen or heard before. The weirdest content in the entire galaxy. Jonesy has compiled it, placed it inside the Patreon. Inside the Patreon? The, the files are inside the computer? <laughs> Check out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News and support me. Support the show. Support a five day a week podcast uh, that's been long, long going. Ongoing or is it long going? <laughs> long going. Oh, that sounds like something else. Uh, yes, it's been ongoing for three years, as a matter of fact. We're, um, we're probably at about 850 episodes, too. So that's a lot. Jonesy's been working his butt off. So, uh Listen, I appreciate all of you for being loyal listeners of the show. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, if you'd like to call the show, that's cool. 646-450-2012. I love to hear from callers. I'll publish a call after this as well. And uh, the email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Instagram. Oh, the gram at funnyjones. Yeah, you can reach out to me too. Give me a DM and be like, yo, Jonesy. I enjoy what you do. I wake up in the morning to Weird AF News or whatever. Or I work, whatever. I work the graveyard shift and me and my coworkers listen to Weird AF News at work at night. Uh, let me know how you listen. Let me know if it's bringing anything positive to your life. Or negative too. I'm okay with that. You can let me know. People do that. People do tell me things. Jones, hey, Gus from Rochester, New York. I picked up on your Monty Python quote, and I meant to say something a while ago about those nights, the COVID nights from, what was it, Sweden or whatever. I wanted to do a Monty Python thing for them because they are the knights who say, six feet, six feet, and we must get them a mask. Oh, not a mask, a mask, in order to pass. I thought that would be a pretty funny skit to do a riff on. Anyway, I like Monty Python. Skit that you threw in. Always the best. Talk to you later. Hey, Jonesy, what was the name of that uh, Yakuza club? Yamaguchi Gumi? Yamaguchi Gumi, Yamaguchi Gumi, Yamaguchi Gumi, Yamaguchi Gumi. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me, Yamaguchi Gumi, Yamaguchi Gumi, or is it Yamaguchi Gumi, say swa, say swa, Yamaguchi Gumi, say swa, Creole lady, mama lad. Hmm, maybe that's what it was. <laughs>